A new year to bring new fears. Today on Podcast Magoria. Welcome to another episode of Podcast Magoria. My name's Autumn. And I'm James. And, uh, well, guys, it is a new year. Yes. We have nothing on our plate to discuss today, really, so why not go into a big review of the previous year? Because, holy crap! It was a huge year for horror, and a lot of things happened, not just for movies, TVs, and otherwise, but also for us. Yeah! Um, And this is something that we did um, the year before last, where we kind of did a little state-of-the-pod episode and then just kind of unpacked a lot of stuff that we didn't really have a chance to unpack in other episodes uh during the year or just some stuff that we never got around to talking about right um and so i I don't know i I like having the little the little discussions every so often um (laughs) you know plus it's a nice little like whitman sampler Right, right. <laughs> of uh, of what we usually talk about per episode. So yeah, to say the least, like 2022 was a huge year. I mean, there were a lot of things that we didn't, we still haven't gotten to. Right. Like as far as movies go, TVs and all this other stuff that's going on. Like, I mean, it was just enormous. Also, like, I mean, music, <laughs> it's been a big mm-hmm. year. We haven't talked too much about horror music and stuff. And trust me, kids. This year will be the year we'll get around to it. Yeah, because that's actually been a episode we've wanted to do since yeah. the beginning. But it's just like, how do you get your hands around that? Because horror permeates all genres mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to music. And so it's just like, ooh. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But I just want to say, like, just because like, this year was pretty big for bands like Ghost. Mm-hmm. You know, really breaking into the mainstream. Yeah, uh, dark wave became a really popular genre yeah, of music. Yeah, especially like, through TikTok. So very proud of those dark wave bands out there that are making it now. Yeah, you know, and, and there's a couple of you know, between TikTok trends and um, and then you know a certain popular TV show that we'll talk to a little bit later. Uh, we'll talk. Oh, talk, we're going we're to talk, talk to it. Yeah, well, <laughs> we have a special guest today. <laughs> That's right. Hello, it's me. Um, but it there's certain things that have definitely like stoked the fire of various things of when it comes to horror this right. year and so it, it's gonna be I, you know i just i want to count this as like little bite-sized reviews mm-hmm. you know not going in like we're not picking anything apart necessarily it's just stuff that was on our radar that we're happy to finally talk about because we just right. haven't had a chance and it's been a really weird year too because usually we we aren't on the hype train too much yeah yeah. But we actually jumped on the hype train a lot this year yeah, and um, no regrets. Yeah, no regrets either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so we might as well start with probably oh. the biggest, the biggest genre as far as horror goes, uh, movies. Yeah. Because yeah. holy crap, like so many good horror movies came out this year. Yeah. And I just kept constantly seeing horror movies in the headlines, and you never see that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, this is not an original thought by any means. I've seen this 
stated by a ton of different people that are higher up on the food chain in the horror industry and stuff say that we are in the middle of a new golden era of horror. Oh, for sure. Like um, we're seeing the resurgence of a lot of old properties come back. Mm -hmm. We're seeing some of them start to finally get put to bed. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and, and so it's just, it was, it was just amazing. A really phenomenal year for, for sequels. Mm-hmm. And that, I'm like, and I want to start with one. Well, I mean, we should touch up on that. We, of course, for our A to Z, we reviewed Nope yeah. and X, which yeah. came out this year. So we might as well go into one of the sequels that we watched from one of those, which is Pearl was amazing. Um, yeah, I was already super duper excited for it to start with just because yeah. I wanted more history for the character from X. Mm-hmm. But we and we were a little late to the game to getting to actually watch it. Um, and so everybody else in the grandma had Pearl Fever, it seemed. If they had seen yeah. it, they were just talking about it. And it was hard not to see. I mean, there weren't any real spoilers for the movie. No, like when we watched the movie, I was just as delighted to see the scenes I had already seen yeah. through like clips and stuff online. Yeah. How could you not love Pearl? Yo, I know. Like, it's such a beautiful film. Even if you're not into horror, if you like just old like classic Hollywood movies and stuff they do such a phenomenal job at capturing just the overall look and feel and how they film it it, it feels like an old MGM picture oh yeah for sure um they they use aspect ratios they use a lot of like the same kind of shots like I mean it's just I watched it and was just blown away because mm-hmm. I loved what I saw yeah because uh with X you got that really grindhouse feel but yeah. then when you go to Pearl, you expect to kind of feel the same way watching it. But you're yeah. like, oh, no, this has a slightly different feel to it. Yeah. it it's very, I like how they show each period. Yeah, like. yeah. Because this movie has like the score, mm-hmm. you know, like the saturation of the colors and mm-hmm. such. It's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's just, if Judy Garland or somebody from that era were to walk across the screen, you wouldn't have been surprised. Right. <laughs> like, it just felt like it was one of those pictures. And and so, absolutely adored it. Um, Mia Goth, holy crap, just... Yeah. Um, Queen of horror right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because she's got other stuff lined up. Yeah, now. Uh, Infinity Pool's coming out here soon. Yes, um, I want to see that. Of course, Maxine, the final piece of yes. the puzzle. How, I can't wait. Like, <laughs> I don't know uh, how they're like, is it supposed to be before X or is it going to be after X? Yeah. Like I imagine we're going to get the little bit of pieces, like a few more pieces of the puzzle mm-hmm. to her character that they yeah. set up in X. And so. Uh, yeah. And how is she related to Pearl? Like. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's something there's, there. Yeah. There's something there. And um, I'm just incredibly curious as to how the movie's going to be filmed. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really hoping they go video. Oh like, yeah, yeah. I hope, I hope that I hope. it. I hope that it is after X, and it might be like a couple of years after. So yeah. we're like like in the 80s now. Yeah, yeah That'd and be it's so just cool. Yeah, Maxine is peak of her fame, and and yeah, and everything's just like real cheap, like VHS style. Ah, you know, I can't wait. Hard synth. Ah, uh, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. So here's hoping. Uh, yeah, I just can't wait. Another sequel that we end up watching. Uh, and falling even 
more in love with the character. <laughs> yes, uh, and that is Terrifier 2. Art is back. <laughs> yeah. Now we jumped on to watch Terrifier because of the hype for this movie. Yes. We were like, okay, what what, what is, is up what yeah. is up with this? Yeah. Like we had put off Terrifier for so long because we we just didn't understand it. Yeah, exactly. And and it's I'll tell you, watching Terrifier two after almost directly after watching Terrifier one, mm-hmm. um it kind of like it's like this weird alternate universe version of X versus Pearl. Because mm-hmm. they're very different movies. Right. Um, I mean, art is still running around causing uh, all sorts of mischief. But um, the way that the plot and stuff for this movie goes, you know, and, and I'm, I'm not going to be nothing but praises and stuff. Like, this one gets a little muddy. Yeah, there's definitely some whys. Why did they decide to go yeah. this direction? Why did this happen? Why does this happen? You know, just, you end up being really confused, and there, there's a lot of there's a lot of moments where I just go, I don't know what I'm exactly watching anymore. Right, um, right, especially towards the end, yeah. uh, which of course eventually we do want yeah, we'll to do. Yeah, we'll get deep into this. Yeah, we'll we'll get, do a boo view one day. Yeah, but for yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I absolutely adore it. I love the guy that plays Art, and um, I'm super excited about the that uh the mean one movie. Oh the, yeah, the Grinch. That's it's With basically him. Yeah. it's just yeah, it's just Art Art as the Grinch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I look forward to seeing that. Speaking of um, earlier, I mentioned like some old properties coming back and stuff. You know, a movie that had a whole mess of controversy and such that we didn't touch on mm-hmm. um at all which was probably like probably good to ke- keep off the radar for a second there and that's the monsters i know and when i first saw the reviews for it i was like oh man like is it really that terrible and right. then when i watched it i was like what is everybody talking about yeah um i this movie and there's there's another uh, and there's another property later on that I'll get to that I feel like a lot of people that were giving bad reviews for it it's almost as if they didn't watch the movie or they definitely weren't familiar with the source material yeah uh, because I think the monsters perfectly captures the ooky spooky goofy feel that because the original monsters is it's a parody show yeah it's it's sticking its nose up at it's horror gets smart you Mm -hmm. know what i mean Mm -hmm. like where it's 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 a satire on what the social norms were is poking fun at all the other sitcoms that were and it's not like there was a whole lot at that point right they already had the the presence of mind to make fun of what was the norm Mm -hmm. and and in the goofiest way it's a silly it's a cartoon of a show and so the movie the (laughs) the movie is straight up a cartoon yeah yeah (laughs) my only complaint about it was of course sherry moon's portrayal of lillian like but i kind of liked her at the same time yeah yeah um you know so everybody is definitely like borderline caricature Oh of, yeah, of the yeah. original characters. Yeah, and, and she she really hams it up. Yeah, and but the thing is, is like all of the really bad dad jokes, all of the 
you know, just the the speeding up the footage and the and the yeah. goofy sound effects and all stuff. That's in the show. Stuff, yeah, stuff you would get from the show. <laughs> and um, you know, another huge complaint that people had about the movie was the color. Which, first of all, if you just took the time to to learn anything about the production, you'll know that Rob Zombie wanted to do it in black and white, mm-hmm. but the studio said it's either color or you don't get to make a movie. And this is his baby. Yeah, like this and... is one to make forever. And somebody has actually uh fixed it up so that it's the original black and white yeah. version so watch it that way yeah, if yeah. you don't want to see color yeah. turn do your grayscale on your tv like it's it's easy it's, yeah because it still looks really good in black and white because of the way that he hyper saturated all the colors they hit the shadowing that it he basically colored the movie like they would have colored the set mm-hmm. for filming it in black and white. Right. You know, it, it's 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 like all the people that don't like color in um, Adam's family and then lose their mind when they learn that the house is pink. pink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's there's there's reasons behind these choices. And I don't think that there was anything that was like truly just like masturbatory like <laughs> i think that there everything had passion and thought behind it mm-hmm. my true like only i have two issues with it mm-hmm. actually and and that is one um i think that the sound mixing for the i got you babe needed a lot of help yeah i feel like that was a little rushed and then the other thing is the length of the movie it's a long film and I think I wish that instead of it being a movie, it should have been a miniseries. I I agree with the miniseries thing, especially because the whole movie kind of feels like a pilot for yeah. a monsters show. Yeah. You never get like you only get this little chunk of Mockingbird Lane, and I mean it's just like God, it, that little chunk you get is amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like fuck, I, I really want the rest of this. I yeah. want the rest of this, and and it's so disappointing because. I doubt we'll get a follow-up to it because so many people poo-pooed on it and and just abandoned it as a whole that I, I, you know, I hope, I hope that we get a follow-up, but I would be surprised. Yeah. I just hate that everybody poo-pooed on Rob Zombie's, like, ultimate, like, fanboy dream. Yeah, I couldn't imagine how, if there was something, like, that I was incredibly passionate about that I've loved since I was a child finally get the chance to make it and then everyone go oh you ruined it like that's harsh (laughs) another one and i we got we got a little bit of like uh i hate that we're a little heavy-handed on the netflix stuff um (laughs) with some of the things i want to talk about today but you know it's how it lands a to z was mostly shutter so (laughs) very true but i mean you know it's really hard not to jump on the hype train of something, uh, especially something so accessible yes. to the masses. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because, like, most of this stuff, you know, the headline goes, oh, only on Netflix. Yeah. Through Netflix, you can watch blah, blah, blah. And that's kind of what happened with this. Um, yeah. I just kept seeing article after article about mm-hmm. this original from Netflix. Yeah. And I'm talking about the house. Yeah. Yeah. And we both love claymation. Yeah. Um, I saw a little clip of one of the stories, the first one with um 
the the bugs in the walls mm-hmm. and i was like oh my god this is right up my alley this seems like a lovecraftian story yeah i it's definitely a little different than what we usually talk about um, yeah because it, it is it's a it, first of all wonderful anthology hey oh um, <laughs> but these are three very 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 unique stories yeah yeah um, they, they got a kind of european vibe yeah. to them yeah a uh, very kind of old school fairy tale yeah yeah, because because was the three tales is you got the you have the bugs you have the house being renovated and then spoiler 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 things happen that's very jungy very jungy <laughs> uh, and the last one which is like very surreal yes yes um, it's, it's a pretty story yeah more yeah. than anything like you don't feel scared <laughs> but the amount of skill just yes. beautiful skill is a very beautiful claymation movie and uh the little figures are adorable mm-hmm. like well yeah because these are all felt like mm-hmm. dolls and such like it's not it's not just like your standard like stop motion animation like puppetry yeah. and stuff like and so and, and i think that's what makes it i don't know there because because to make a felt figure mm-hmm like that takes forever yeah like your poor thumbs (laughs) yeah honestly the house is worth it to watch just for the art alone yeah and and i think like uh 2022 was a huge year for stop motion because i I hate to not mention uh mad god yeah phil tippett uh wendell and wild wendell and wild and then uh and then uh pinocchio right there at the end of the year with uh, from guillermo del toro Mm -hmm, so -hmm. it's just like holy crap where have you been like <laughs> yeah it, it's just because like for how long have we just been with like nightmare before christmas Coraline, yeah you know? <laughs> and then so with, with mad god like that one was technically released 2021 mm-hmm. but was released in the united states widely exclusively to shutter in uh june of 22 and kind of like the house, it's something that I don't think there's any way to prepare you for it. Oh, yeah. It's, especially like Mad God is very hard to describe. It's it you you're I think it requires probably multiple watchings to truly soak up what all happens in it. Well, yeah, because there's just so much stuff going yeah. on in the background yeah. and whatnot. And it's a completely silent film. Yeah. But it's just eye candy if you love disturbing imagery yeah. and yeah, if you um, like tool music videos. Exactly. <laughs> yes. It's a very long tool music video yeah. and I'm here for it. Yeah. Definitely those are some that are worth you know talking about that maybe yeah, Mad God, I think, also was definitely under under the radar, which speaking of under the radar and kind of from a different angle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some movies that weren't so hyped up yeah. that we ended up catching uh, yeah. this year. <laughs> First of all, probably why it wasn't so hyped up uh, was because it wasn't the greatest movie, but mm-hmm. Men, yeah. yeah, which is an A24 fe- feature. Yeah. So you would think going in, you're going to get... A wild ride. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you definitely get a wild ride. You get some sort of ride. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it's a. Oh, um, it's a lot. Yeah, we we honestly like had to really evaluate if we wanted to do a review of that or yeah. not, and we have watched it again since we've seen it in theaters and mm-hmm. have a slightly different opinion yeah it would just be an episode though of me ranting about what they could have done <laughs> well uh, you know there's we've got a couple of those <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know um and so yeah like i i am curious as to 
Because I also have not seen, like, hardly anybody talk about it. Yeah, no reviews, yeah. nothing. <laughs> and I don't know if it's just because there was so much other stuff going on that that was why. But, mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many incredibly talented people attached to this film also. Yeah. It, it's a, it's kind of a big deal of a film, but, yeah, I don't know if people, <laughs> people are just like, just, just pretend it never happened. <laughs> Which, I mean, after, like, the climax, I wouldn't blame them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one, another nut to, that was hard to crack, maybe <laughs> hard to swallow, Oh, <laughs> was David Cronenberg's return to film Crimes of the Future. Yeah. And not necessarily horror, but, you know, when you go yeah. into a Cronenberg, you're getting <sighs> body horror. Yeah, yeah. You're, like, yeah, because it's not... It's I mean, more it's a, like it's a thriller, noir. yeah, yeah. Uh, thriller noir, uh, but definitely the body horror is yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's um the best way I could describe it is it if they were to if there was another TV like an anthology TV show or something like that that was like uh, built in the Blade Runner universe, mm-hmm. this could have been one of those stories. Yeah, this because yeah. it because it has that that there's there's you know that it's. X, you know, the year 2020 X. Yeah. You know, and and it's very, you know, it's a believable future, but there's features of it that is just like, I don't know. What did I miss? Like, what horrible <laughs> discovery did mankind make yeah. that's suddenly acceptable? Yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny, though, because we have actually, like, made references to it on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without yeah. people, I don't know if realizing or yeah, what because yeah, we made reference to um i can't remember what episode it was but we because we said uh, that you wanted to eat the plastic you know chocolate bar or whatever like yeah yeah and <laughs> there's a lot of things i definitely recommend you know especially if you're a cronenberg fan definitely watch it yeah um i, I loved even, it yeah um but it's 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 a movie that and this is as i've said before about cronenberg stuff is you know it's one of those movies where you go oh did i accidentally Am I in an, an alternate universe and I'm just not in on the joke? Right. Because <laughs> everything still is a matter of fact, like the way the acting is and everybody's just so un- incredibly awkward and uncomfortable and the dialogue's, you know, Cronenberg dialogue. And so, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. It's like it's like it went through Google Translate backwards. Right. You know? <laughs> uh, but but yeah, definitely something worth checking out. Now, some movies that we didn't catch that have like that were enormous mm-hmm. um this year um was barbarian which we don't know anything about uh i know pretty much everything about it i just don't know how it all transpires uh see the only thing that i think i understand about it is it's basically a movie about when airbnbs go wrong yes that's essentially <laughs> it yes yes um but i i expect you know, some interesting things because um, Justin Long has been, he's quietly become like a king of horror. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, he, he got his Since start. Jeepers Creepers yeah, and such. Yeah, Jeepers like, Creepers. But, but it's just, it feels like, I don't know, because he's done a lot of other stuff. He does everything, really. But yeah, I, I think, like, I know now, I've learned because of like Tusk and such that if he's involved, to something bad's gonna get, happen to that boy and it's gonna be weird it's gonna be bad yeah so <laughs> so i look forward to checking that out um and another one what was the other one uh smile smile yeah, yeah. uh for some reason a lot of people talked about that one yeah um and i know that all the 
all the viral stuff about it was people were walking out of theaters, yeah. people were throwing up, yeah. just like with Terrifier 2. So I'm kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm on the fence. But at the same time, I'm curious enough yeah. to see, like, why why are people smiling creepy? Yeah. And, of course, it had that great marketing with people in crowds, yeah. like, doing the creepy smiling and whatnot. Yeah. So. It's another one that looks like a Junji. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. definitely Especially, a Junji thing. there's a clip in the trailer of, like, the person in the car, like, you know, nervously trying to start the car and, mm-hmm. like, the person's head, like, comes around. Yeah. And it just looks like a panel from a Junji. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I definitely, uh, and that started streaming um, here recently on uh, Paramount. Yeah. So uh, we'll definitely be checking that out sometime soon. <laughs> um, let's move on from movies to TV shows because yep. that's another huge chunk of stuff that came out this yep. year. The biggest being, of course... Wednesday, yes. come on. And yeah. I'm assuming that that's the other property you wanted to kind of talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, again, to kind of follow up with, like, you know, the Monsters conversation, but also with, um, you know, something that's, re- like, kind of jumped horror music uh, mm-hmm. up to the top because, like, the cramps. I know, the cramps are making a comeback <laughs> because of freaking Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, and so that's fun. But, um yeah, we, we watched it. We were lucky enough to catch it um, when it came out. We didn't have to wait forever to catch it. You know, like, thankfully, we took the time to watch. And and absolutely, I love that show. I love it, too. Uh, I went in with pretty low expectations yeah. because I haven't really enjoyed a lot of what Tim Burton has put out in the uh, recent few years. Yeah. But I was very surprised with this. Uh, very cute. I know so many people were angry about like casting and yeah. whatnot and like screw them because everybody did fantastic. They did a show. phenomenal job. And, and I like, this is again, me talking like with monsters is people that like, I, I've read a lot of negative reviews for Wednesday mm-hmm. and almost all of them were either things that I was just like, did you watch the show to the last episode? Uh-huh. And or uh, or are you familiar with, you know, Charles Adams's drawings? Like right. these are all things that are in there. Like it's I think it's very true to the property. And I mean, like there's some stuff that could be different. Sure. Yeah. But I think that I think Wednesday did a better job at what all it was trying to set out to accomplish mm-hmm. than most of these kind of teenage horror shows. Or my favorite review was going, and and there's not enough of the Adams family in it. And it's like, well, is it called the Adams family? Right. No, yeah. it's called Wednesday. Yeah. It's a her story. Yeah, it's it's not yeah, like it wouldn't make sense to have the rest of the family in there yeah. every episode. Right. And they're in there a pretty good I felt there was plenty yeah. of everybody. I mean, you know, we're missing Grandmama and uh, and Cousin It. Yeah. Cool. Fine. But I'm assuming we'll probably see them at some point, yeah. especially Cousin It, because he's shifty. Yeah, like exactly. Uncle oh. Fester. Oh, my God. Yeah, which, you know, <laughs> the only thing about the show that I wasn't really looking forward to was I, I thought that, you know, Fred Armisen, I wasn't sure how he's going to do as Fester. Yeah. And... I, you know what? I enjoyed Fester fine. Yeah, we usually, uh, me and James are not the biggest Fred Armisen fans. Yeah. Uh, we're usually just like, ah, whenever oh, we comes. see him. Yeah. But I was really shocked by his performance. Oh, 
Oh. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was fun. Plus, I love a good mystery show, good mm-hmm. detective series, or whatever. And so this was. It's Wednesday Columbo. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I can't wait for the next season. I really hope that some characters or actors manage to make it to the next one. But yeah. We'll see. Uh, Andrea Ortega. Oh my god. She does so good as Wednesday. Oh my god. She is god. so like deadpan. Oh just and yeah. Seeing her wonderful like on screen also with Christina Ricci mm-hmm. was amazing. Yeah. Like just like it, I I can't I can't just like I'll just keep bubbling all day because I mean Gwendolyn Christie, like everybody yeah. like <laughs> yeah, everybody was amazing and um and yeah, it was easily one of my favorite things I watched uh for twenty twenty two. Um the next uh show um <laughs> oh, we're not getting paid by Netflix, I swear. Um, <laughs> I know. The most of this list is Netflix, though, but, isn't it? Um, but the, the next one, they did a good job this year presenting a lot of horror. And that is Guillermo del Toro's Curio- uh, Cabinet of Curiosities. We've not watched all of it. And I'm so upset because I know one of the episodes is one of my favorite H.P. Lovecraft stories. Yeah. So we won't get into it no. yet. <laughs> and, and, and I want to go light on this because of the fact that, like, I... This will be one that I want to um, to dig into way more uh, yes. later on. Yes. But um, but what we've seen of it, it is it's beautiful. It's 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 just I absolutely adore the show. I think that they do a great job with um, a lot of modern anthologies aren't really good at like self-contained stories. Right. And now these are all like, you know. Really old, like, well, not all of them, but a good chunk of them were classic, you know, horror tales anyway. So mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to mess that up. But, it, you know, people still do. And <laughs> I just think that everybody that was attached to the production and stuff are really great at, like, finding that that little piece Mm-hmm. That like other shows, and I'm gonna I'm gonna compare it to, and I don't know if it's fair or not, but the new Twilight Zone, right? Um, I enjoyed what I saw of it, but it also just never really kind of hit that spot. And... Yeah, there were a couple episodes that I was like, okay, this is definitely like got the feel of the old Twilight yeah. Zone, um, but it mostly just missed its punches this feels like just a really good adaptation of like just all those old you know like horror tales like mm-hmm. like, like the old mag like the pulp magazines and stuff yeah like, where you know you get finished reading a story and you're asking yourself questions yeah. like oh my gosh what could happen next instead of showing us exactly what happens next i absolutely love the uh uh, I can't remember the name of the episode, but the, the one with the rats. Yeah, the uh, rat one was good. Well, because you know, and and my 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 soapbox I will forever stand on is the the mixture of horror and comedy. And mm-hmm. this movie, I mean, uh, this episode does such a phenomenal job of having these like little cheeky moments, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> that are just like, oh my god, like even and but yet you're still feeling incredibly claustrophobic and just going oh my god this doesn't stop it feel that one felt like a classic uh, tales from the crypt episode yeah yeah um and i just think that it did a great job so i just had to mention it i i thoroughly enjoyed the first episode actually 
um, with the guy with the storage. Yeah. Like, that was really good. Yeah. I was like, what a hell of a way to start the freaking season. That one felt like a classic, um, like, Outer Limits. Yes, yes. You know. Or, like, uh, you know, if ABC did another horror anthology movie, uh, <laughs> it would be on there, yeah. you know? Yeah, if, yeah it would have, yeah, it would be Quicksilver Highway 2. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, it, like, it's fun. Uh, it's yeah. a fun show. Um, so I, I can't wait to finish it, and then we'll uh, we'll unpack all of that at a later time. And it will be about 30 minutes of me talking about the Pikmin's model episode. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Next up, I just, I just want to quickly mention how much I absolutely adored uh, Sandman. Yes. Um, just mm. finished it. Yeah, we just finally got caught up on it. <laughs> and, oh my God. Yeah. If they didn't actually take panels from the comic and put it on the screen. Panels in the dialogue from the comic? I mean, it yeah, was just Yeah, because like... it's got the background characters mm-hmm. dialogue yeah. that would pop up and stuff. Because that's what I loved about when we read Sandman forever ago um, was the was that any given panel would have like 15, you know, speech bubbles mm-hmm. for everybody everybody's conversation stuff like yeah uh, you know the, the episode that really you know stood out for me um one of the episodes that stood out for me was the diner episode mm-hmm. like just because that was like it's a self-contained story and it's just got a lot <laughs> going on mm-hmm. it has all those things like there's just a lot of stuff in it and i just um you know gwendolyn christie <laughs> yeah yet again <laughs> <She's>, like <sighs> One one twenty twenty two. I'm just like, okay, she's like, Oh, I felt so beautiful on Wednesday. I finally got to feel beautiful. But her as Lucifer, yeah. Oh my god, like oh, she's queen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's amazing. Um, I absolutely adore her and I cannot wait to see anything else that she's in because I'm sure that it is going to be phenomenal, whatever she does. You know, to move on to uh, to get out of TV shows and movies and move on to some other stuff. Well, I guess technically still TV show and TV movie because it's been a big year for Mm -hmm. Monster High. Yeah. After we did our freaking Monster High uh, episode. Us trendsetters. Yeah. (laughs) Us going, oh, we don't know what the future is going to be like for Monster High where they're putting out these collector dolls. I don't know. Oh, man. What a freaking big year for Monster High yeah. it was. Yeah, and um, congratulations to anybody that their Walmart actually had Monster High stuff in store. Yes, because they were <laughs> supposed to put them out on the Friday the 13th, uh-huh. and it took our Walmarts like three to four months after yeah. that to finally put them on the shelves. Yeah. Like how I was so livid every time going. Yeah. I was like, there's no way that I missed out on these generation three dolls. Yeah. There is no way. Yeah, it was it was insane. And I mean not from a lack of searching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um Yeah, but it... and of course like as soon as they came out and people bought them up and put yeah. them online and a lot of them are like just overpriced. Overpriced. Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> insane. Um, but there were also since our last episode, like our our episode when we talked about it, there's been several absolutely beautiful collector figures that mm-hmm. came out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because we got Dracula and uh, the Bride of Frankenstein and yeah. the monster. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. They. Um, you know, like I said in the episode that we, you know, when we talked about it, like. 
they're definitely worth the investment. They look beautiful on display. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also the moment you get it, the value of it is like triple. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I think I think at this point they're more valuable than NFTs. So. They most certainly are. <laughs> so if you're, you know, so forget about investing in stocks, real estate, and NFTs. Collectors dolls, guys. <laughs> That's the hot tip for 2023. <laughs> yes. Um. Of course, with the Generation Three dolls, they. I think at the time, whenever we uh were doing the episode, there was rumors that mm-hmm. they were going to be coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Like there hadn't even been any prototypes put out Correct, like yeah. to what they would look like and whatnot. And like they changed the designs a lot. Yes. Which that was the thing that we talked about, about the original ones and their design and their like their bodies mm-hmm, and such. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, they uh, I mean, you know. Frankie actually has like a prosthetic leg yeah. and she's canonly non-binary because, I mean, that makes sense because she's made of different people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she is canonly they. Yeah. Um, and Draculaura is like kind of curvy, which yeah. I I want to get a second Draculaura doll because I want to play with her so bad. Yeah. Just because I love the body sculpt so much. She's so cute. Yeah, we have um, we, we've managed to get our hands on a lot of the, the G3 figures, yes. thankfully. Yes. Um, but we're keeping them in box this time. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but there were there were just a lot of really cool features and factors uh, when it comes to the the resurgence of monster high mm-hmm. um plus also i mean you know you had um the live action stuff on uh, on paramount mm-hmm. had come out uh, and since a, our episode yeah and a new cartoon as yeah. well so yeah and um you know i mean paramount must be somewhat proud of it because the fact that claudine is in the uh in some of the the promotional stuff for paramount plus yeah so so that that kind of makes me go okay maybe maybe they're gonna hold on to this property for a little while they're like wait a second people wanted monster high dolls the whole time what yeah yeah so hopefully it'll be around a little longer this time yeah and of course um we are endlessly excited about the newly announced um, at the time of the recording of this episode, um, a collector figure uh, for Elvira. Yeah, so. and I had already known about it because she's had a a uh, bin number for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I don't know how people get like their hands on that kind of stuff, but as soon as I saw there was a bin number, I was like, okay, there's no way that they would like not make yeah. it now <laughs> so yes like i can't wait um i can't wait to see her and have her on our show yeah, well, hopefully I'm, we get hopefully because it's it's like the freaking hunger games when it comes to getting those it figures. is and i imagine <laughs> that one will sell out pretty quickly they all usually f- sell out within the first five minutes of hitting the website i would love to get two of her though yeah just so i can have one open one and... to actually pose mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah that'd be nice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh donate now kids where that, we can get to <laughs> that's right we're gonna have to get a patreon or something um so kind of like the back half of the episode, I'd like to talk a little bit about the show and our experience for yeah. 2022. Yeah, because um, we I think we've covered just about everything in media besides yeah. video games, but we didn't really. We didn't play a whole lot. There was a shit ton. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, like um, I 
trust me, another another horror video game episode is coming this year. There will uh, <laughs> be a FNAF episode for sure. Yeah, especially with if news coming out for that. Five Nights at Freddy's for you, those of you that aren't cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they aren't down with Jack Black. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, so let's talk a little bit about our experience last year. Um, it was a huge year for our show. Um, it was. We actually attended three conventions. Mm-hmm. Um, which was enormous for us, um, you know, and so and 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 not just because like ooh we had a table with our name on it, but it was just so incredibly fun to get to, you know, and, and our episodes are usually an open dialogue with the listener and such, um, but to actually get to talk to fans of horror and and learn about our community as a whole. Um, and how big horror actually is in Springfield in the greater Ozarks area. Yeah. Um, I was completely uh, taken aback, especially the last convention we went to, Geek Miss, getting to talk to so many different people um, about their enthusiasm and where it started with them. You know, because like the whole point of, of our show is enthusiasm and what makes horror horror. And so getting to talk to people in person about that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, like it was just, it was great, um, you know, getting to take pictures, you know, doing costumes, taking pictures of people. Yeah. But also like I want to give a, a huge shout out plug or what have you to um, two major players um, of our local horror community. And um, firstly, that would be um, the Ghostbusters of the Ozarks. Eddie and, and the rest of the gang are phenomenal people. Yes. Um, they do so much for the community. Yeah. They want people to be enthusiastic yes. about just general nerdery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you play a little bit towards the horror side, like, especially if it's Ghostbusters, but yeah. <laughs> obviously in the title. But, but um, yeah, we were fortunate enough to do some panel work with Eddie, um, which was really fun getting to talk about your horror uh, Christmas movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was great. I wish we would have recorded that. Um, yeah, because there was a lot of fun moments yeah. uh, in that panel. It, it was a little, uh, you know... We we just kind of showed up and was like, oh, you're you're the one we're doing the panel with. Okay, cool. You know. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But hey, we hit it off. It was uh, a great tremendously. Meet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and uh, it was so easy to talk to him about yeah. like Christmas horror movies. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, at some point in time this year, we'll get like we're wanting to branch out and do some uh, guest work. Uh, like have guests and stuff on the show and Eddie and the Ozark uh, Ghostbusters, the Ozarks and such are some folks that I would love to, to talk to, you know, especially cause this is going to be a big year for Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. So it'd be sure some good is. people to talk to about their enthusiasm. Um, another uh, group of people that we got to meet through the conventions locally and such um, that I think are some incredibly talented and hilarious people is, um, the Slice Girls. Yes. Oh, uh, uh, my God. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we got to catch uh, their first performance at VisionCon. Yeah. Uh, and just so cute, yeah. so original. Um, yeah. You know, of course, you think Slice Girls, you're you're thinking you're going to get at least one Spice Girls cover, and we did, and it yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Um, 
And of course, we got to catch their performances at Geekmas as well, uh-huh. which they really switched it up and yeah. made it Christmas themed. Yeah, like, I love How amazing. It. Yeah, um, uh, they definitely take a lot of time and effort into finding like all these niche things mm-hmm. for each. Because to better describe them um, is each one of the Slice Girls is a horror icon mm-hmm. so like freddy jason um uh oogie boogie uh billy, billy. <laughs> captain spaulding captain spaulding oh my god <laughs> yeah like uh how could i not mention captain spaulding? i know the, captain spaulding will find the main us and, one yeah, yeah yeah um but <laughs> they are so amazingly fun um they do local live performances at at, at a at a bar called nathan p murphy's mm-hmm. um they've got a performance coming uh, like a valentine's day themed thing coming up in february um we'll have to go yes yes we'll <laughs> report back <laughs> yeah yeah we'll report back and let you know and who knows maybe who we might find along the way <laughs> um but but yeah like find them via your socials if you're listening like listening to this and and i don't usually assign too many people with too much homework uh, <laughs> but definitely like ghostbusters the ozarks look them up they do a lot of amazing stuff, but then also the slice girls check them out, like their Instagram and stuff like that. Like they're doing a lot of amazing stuff over there and uh, I can't wait to see what 2023 brings for them. And uh, another small shout out to uh, another group that we've kind of gotten to talk to a little bit, but are a major huge part of the geek community here and help out so many creators here um trying to get their foot in the door and that's going to be clever kaiju oh yeah really talented people just a whole bunch of talented people that um oversees so many talented artists and stuff um so um go and check out them as well uh if you just want to find literally anything (laughs) yeah Yeah, for real yeah yeah it it is an eclectic group of people that um yeah you anything you can think of um you're gonna get it Mm -hmm. for sure (laughs) and then um 2022 would not have been um, the enormous year that it was for our show if it wasn't for the addition of our producer who just really amped up our presence online and in person. I mean, our producer is the reason why we got our foot in the door in a lot of uh, the conventions we went to this year. I mean, uh, this pra- uh, this past year. Uh, and also um, has revamped our website to look like a real website. Hey, that's nice. <laughs> um, and keeps us on track for a lot of stuff. Uh, like I said, like, you know, we we would still just be the show would still exist. Like we would still just be two, you know, fools talking about horror in a recording booth. But, you know. Without our producer, we wouldn't have, you know, been so involved with a lot of stuff that we had um, this last year. Oh, yeah. Lastly, I want to bring up, um, and this is, still, this is still kind of off the, the back end of, of a couple things we mentioned, which is um, because of our meeting with the Ghostbusters, the Ozarks, we got to be in uh, a parade, the Christmas parade. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, you know, and because of that and because of... The Mary Lloyd uh, costume that we had in the parade, um, we got some anonymous um, notoriety uh, via TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, fun being in a viral TikTok where yeah. <laughs> um, nobody really knew what it was. Uh, <laughs> but 
it, it's great because of the fact that it, it opened the door for conversation. It did which, because oh man, like it was in the comments. It's funny because there's so many people going back and forth. The well, what is that thing? Why oh. is there horror stuff in the Christmas parade? Because yeah. most of us for the floats were uh, horror themed yeah. people. Yeah. There were there was two <laughs> Ghostbusters vehicles. There was a there was a Beetlejuice. There was a Freddy Krueger and the Slice Girls. Were... <laughs> the Slice Girls were there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> us. Uh, and then us yeah. I was El- Christmas Elvira. Uh, James was Jacob Marley. Yeah. We had the Mary Lloyd. <laughs> yeah. But it was funny in the comments seeing people actually go oh my god a mary lloyd yeah that's so crazy that that would be around here you know um and of course there was a lot of back and forth of well there can't really be welsh people here in springfield because everybody's german it's like well springfield's a lot bigger place than you think buddy (laughs) yeah and what was beautiful and the reason why i really want to bring it up is because of our appearance in the parade we were able to provide um a very special uh, Christmas memory. Yes. Um, uh, to a local family that, and and hopefully we'll get some, maybe a picture or something of of the event on our socials. Um, we're still kind of working out some stuff about that, but uh, but we we had someone reach out to us, going, "Hey, I saw that you had a Mary Lloyd in the parade. My husband has Welsh heritage. Mm-hmm. Hey, look at that! Imagine that oh, in Springfield. What? In Springfield, um, <laughs> and was just like, would it be possible? He's always, since being a little boy, has always wanted to be visited and has never thought it'd be possible. Um, could you guys come out on uh, Christmas Eve? And you know, even though we were, <laughs> especially I, I was sick as a dog uh, from got a cold from the from the uh, parade, uh, but was able to get my my health together just in time like we were able to come out to these mm-hmm. people's house and and do the traditional mary lloyd show up do a little bit of rhyming uh come in get a beer <laughs> get a cookie um and it was wonderful and it, it like the most wonderful thing to me about that was honestly seeing the guy open the door and he turned into a little boy. Yeah. Like yeah. the look on his face was that of a little boy. Like yeah. he was so excited. Yeah. Um, it, it's something that I think I'll uh, forever cherish, not just for the show, but as an individual, like as for us, like it's just, yeah. you know, it was, it was an incredibly special moment um, that I'm really glad that our, our horror enthusiasm and what I've set out for the first year of uh, Podcast Magoria when bringing up Christmas traditions and horror traditions and stuff like that, we got the opportunity to do that. Yes. In a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, we brought some attention to a tradition that is fading out, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But and still important to a lot of incredibly uh, important. people with Welsh heritage. Yeah. And so um, I... I am so incredibly proud that we got to, to, you know, help with that practice. Um, I look forward to the opportunity to join in on other practices, hopefully in the future. Um, (laughs) But that one is something that I'm going to remember for a very long time. So with that, I want to close up 2022. Um, So what's next for 2023? You may be wondering, oh, well, We've got plans. Yeah. I mean, coming up, we got the ArtCon and Neo show. Yes. Yeah. In February. Um, So, and that's just a one day thing. And it's it's mostly just a, like, 
it's a vendor thing, like more mm-hmm. than anything else. But I look forward because we got a lot of people that we've met at all the conventions we've been doing here recently going to it. There's a lot of folks going to like it's kind of big, but you got a lot of um, big names in in like comic book artistry, like mm-hmm. uh, Jeremy Hahn. And um, and then there's uh, I can't remember. There's, I think there's two voice actors that's going to be there. So it's it's getting kind of bigger than what I what it used to be. I mean, for how small of a community compared to uh, Springfield Neosho is, I mean, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. For that uh, little place. <laughs> yeah. So if you find yourselves um, in uh, in or around Neosho in uh, the first weekend of February, I believe. February 4th is yes. when it is. Yes. Yes. Thank you. February 4th. <laughs> um, you know, come on by, you know, like yeah. not just for us, but there's a lot of other people like in, in horror, um, like enthusiasts and stuff are going to be there too. Like I know there's going to be some horror vendors there. So mm-hmm. pretty neat. I'm hoping to get some old tales from the crypt, <laughs> but, um, that's pretty much it for what we've got coming up here shortly. Um, I just want to take this time real quick to also, and we don't usually do this a whole lot for our episodes, but um, I want to ask you, dear listeners, to please take the time after listening to this episode and future episodes, if you'd like, um, <laughs> to please take the time and rate our show on um, whatever streaming service that you use. Maybe you know Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Audible, um, and then the million of webs, a million different weird websites that we show up on also, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which we've got, we've been linking all of them through our website here recently. But if you just could take the time to please rate us, um, give it a, a star, a thumbs up, a check mark. Um, there, each one of the websites has a different way to yeah. do it. Now, smiley face. A smiley um, face. Send a, a five. A dove. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. We're not. We're not asking for a whole lot here. It's just that. Um. It. It just helps us be able to spread our enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. You know, and show up on because like. If we don't get rates, then we don't really show up on a lot of lists when it comes to, like, recommendations on websites and stuff like that. And this just helps us a a, a ton. And, heck, if anybody's feeling really squirrely, um, review. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. That would be great, too. Yeah, if we could get reviews, too, that would be great. Um, I know we have a couple... Yeah. Uh, but that actually helps us uh, mm-hmm. get spread around a lot yeah. as well from yeah. what we've come to find out. Yeah, so. the, the algorithm ends up recognizing us as an entity. Yes. So if you guys could help us uh, defeat the massive beast, that is the algorithm. I greatly appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've been sacrificing a lot of babies to Cthulhu and... He just hasn't really been helping a lot, so I think I've got to actually get human intervention to yeah. help us with this. Yeah, Devil's been doing a little bit, but not much. Uh, <laughs> I want. I told him I was like, I want to live deliciously. Be guy, give me something to be delicious about. Come on. And he's like, uh, Well, here's a grapefruit. I'm like, that's not delicious at all. That's, 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 well, it's delicious to me. What the hell is this? Uh, <laughs> typical devil stuff, you know. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah. So that that that's all, folks. I just want to, you know, ask for a little bit of help, help showing, having us show up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just make us make 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 the algorithm see us, please. <laughs> <laughs> um. Other than that, though, we do have quite 
a lot in store for mm-hmm. the coming year, and we want to hopefully adhere to our schedule a little better, too. Yeah. Hopefully there won't be any hiccups like we had uh, this previous year with... Oof. As far as sickness yeah. and uh, technical difficulties Ugh. go. That was horrible. Um, so, yeah, just keep an eye out um, for what we got in store. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. We got a lot of big, crazy, scary plans. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to the end of this episode of Podcast Megoria. Our next episode, huh, how about that? We're going to review the movie Barbarian. Huh. huh. <laughs> wonder why we're doing that. <laughs> no, I said we have to watch it yeah, after yeah. after mentioning it because I've been wanting to watch it. It's It's been another one that a lot of folks have been bringing up to us. Um, we got a malignant on our hands. Mm-hmm. So oh, well, hopefully hmm. that's not, hmm. hopefully not too much. <laughs> um, so, you know, check in on us next time for that. Until next time, if you find yourself feeling like there isn't enough scary things to give you chills in the night, remember the things that are bumping around in that darkness are hiding all around you. So remember to keep your flashlight nearby. Know your escape plan from a crazed killer. And most importantly, you must... Stay spooky. Brains. Brains. Bye. You've been listening to Podcast Megoria with Autumn and James, starring Autumn Campbell and James Davis, produced by Taryn Westphal with music by James Davis. Like what you heard? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for posts related to Podcast Megoria Productions. And as always, stay spooky.